Happy Woo Wednesdays. I wanted to share one review from a student that went through the triple threat and she says i raised my prices after going through carissa Anthony's program she helped give me the groundwork and the tools to go into the new year and confidently charge more than ever she thought was possible so congrats michelle from 1836 photography you are doing it that's just one of our amazing students doing well in our program if you want to learn more go to my instagram at carissa woo w-o-o drop me a dm with the word demo d-e-m-o and i'll send you a 20-minute video on how to get 10 to 15 quality leads per month in your inbox so today I have Scott Wyden. He's the community manager at Imagine. So I always have guests that really influence and spark joy in my life. And Imagine AI has really changed my life. I wish I hopped on sooner. <sighs> um, a little backstory is I stopped editing my wedding since 2015. I outsourced to the Philippines and I got a good rate and she does a good job. Um, she's fairly quick, um, but I was still editing like my engagement sessions and my portraits and anything else. So it did take me time. Um, and now that I'm running the coaching business and my associates for the photography team, I was still editing all the little stuff. So I would be at the park at a party, like I would bring a chair and just be editing. And yeah, it was just it was just i don't have time for it anymore so i finally hopped on uh tried imagine hit click of a button oh my god it edited better than i did and i got to enjoy my first vacation i usually go on vacation and just like open up my laptop and like start editing so i could start having fun but i didn't have to do that and yeah i am scott is giving you and imagine is giving you 1500 free edits it's in the link in the show notes and this episode is all about how Imagine AI has changed my life, changed my editing game, and given me so much more hours back in my life. Enjoy this episode. Welcome to Get a Heck Yes with Carissa Wu. I'm your host, Carissa, and I've been a Los Angeles wedding photographer for over a decade. I've traveled the world, built my team, and seen it all. I now coach wedding photographers hit 10K a month and build a thriving business. In this podcast, we are going to deep dive into how top wedding creatives get that heck yes from their dream clients. We are not holding back on the struggles of the business and how to push through the noise. Some healthy hustle, mindset shifts, up-leveling your money story, time hacks because I'm a mom of two, a little bit of woo-woo, and most importantly, self-love and confidence are just a few of the many things we will talk about. I want to give you a genuine thank you for following along my journey. I hope to inspire you every Woo Wednesday so that you say heck yes to listening to this podcast. See you guys soon. Hey everyone, welcome back to Get a Heck Yes with me, your girl, Carissa Wu, and my now friend, Scott Wyden Kibowitz. He's a community manager at Imagine, which he's changed my, which Imagine has changed my life, Imagine AI editing software. He's a father of two, photographer and educator, and Scott believes in sharing his knowledge and educating in a straight and point, easy point, get to the point system. And yeah, what's up, Scott? <laughs> I butchered your, your introduction, but <laughs> it's right. I, I, you know, it, it's all good. I might, I might have even typed it incorrectly. That's what happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
you do a lot of weird stuff like that. And so it's yes. all good. It's all good. Um, and I was just um, this week. Yeah, yeah, I was just on your podcast or you interviewed me a couple days ago. So yeah. um, you did a great job of interviewing <laughs> me. So I hope to do the same to you. And yeah, so tell me a little bit about yourself. I don't really know too much. I've been binge- binging your podcast called Workflows. Um, and I absolutely love your outline slash workflow <laughs> of the podcast. But yeah, tell me even like growing up and where you're from and what you're all about. Yeah, yeah. So I'm uh, I grew up born and raised, still live in New Jersey. Um, I've moved around New Jersey quite a bit. I now live in the same town where Bruce Springsteen grew up, which oh. is kind of fun. Um, so he often comes back to town and goes to the ice cream shop that he used to go to when he was little. Wow. Um, so, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I grew up, uh, around music, um, music was kind of forced upon me and I actually went to college for music for a little bit. And, um, I also was playing in bands and always had a camera with me taking pictures of bands. And, Mm. um, one thing led to another in college when I realized I hated music theory, I Mm. decided to switch to photography technology as my focus. And, um, realized I loved photography theory and haven't looked back since. So um, still still shooting all the time whenever I can, whether it's fam- my own family, whether it's client work and whatnot. But I also, um, as you mentioned, I work for Imagine. So I've uh, even out of college, I, I straight out of college, I knew I knew myself very well that if I was to focus my life where I was accepting money for photography, as my full-time career, I would wind up hating photography. Oh, I know myself yeah. too well. So, um, so I always wanted to be in the photo industry, but on the side of, you know, being able to teach photographers and provide solutions for photographers. And so I've, uh, I've worked in a bunch of companies in the photo industry and now I've been in Imagine for two years and loving it. So, um, yeah, interesting. Yeah, You're very intuitive for knowing that fact because even I got my first sponsor on this podcast. I was like, kind of takes the fun out of it. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Even I'm just kidding. I love them. Um, but it was like, oh, now this is a job. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it does have its challenges of like, like you said, like um, I we do have a podcast at Imagine. It's kind of my baby at Imagine. But you know, I have to prove that it's that it's effective because it is for a company, you know, so mm-hmm. um, it it does have its pros and cons to not be your own boss. But at the same time, um, you know, you have to perform, <laughs> you, have, you have to perform, but you also have to know yourself. And you, if you know, if you know that you would wind up hating what you do, if you were doing it forever, you know, every single day, day in, day out, you got you got you can't do it. Right. So that's, that's yeah. why I am where I am. And um, and I. And I'm very happy. So. I love it. Okay. Tell me like what photography theory is and did you get into like weddings or portraits or what was like your, mm. tell me a little bit about your company, your photography company. Yeah. Yeah. So, so for t- when I say photography theory, I mean things like what, what shutter speed does versus aperture and how they impact each other or mm. even the, the, the fun, my favorite fact, whenever I'm teaching um, when using lighting and, and teaching people who have never learned about lighting is, is the fact that, your shutter speed and aperture and what they do and how they impact each other completely change once you introduce introduce flash mm. and then how now how how aperture and shutter speed you know impact 
completely other, completely different things at that point. That's yeah. the kind of theory that I absolutely love. Um, uh, the on the flip side, though, there are there's certain theory that I I hate, and it's not me hating it because it just makes me angry. It's me hating it because I visually can't see it. And we talked about this before we started recording. I am colorblind, so when you start talking color theory and color wheels, I can't see a lot of differences anyway. So it, to me, like that that part, I hate it because of that because I I physically can't see it always. Um, yeah. So so that part that part gets me, but um, I still have the understanding of it. Um, with that said, uh, your so your the other question that you had was what my photography is. So um it's changed a lot over the years i started doing band photos i was already touring in, in a mm -hmm. band i was going to shows i was playing shows so i would always have a camera i'd be shooting i would talk to the bands and say hey do you want some press photos and i would offer to do them either for free or for super cheap um you know straight out of college just trying to yeah. do what i can and uh and then like started taking on family photos, started doing cake smash sessions, which are still very, very big here in New Jersey. Um, do I started doing headshots and a whole variety of things. And then um, during the pandemic, something interesting happened. And oh, I would do a, I would do a weddings. I don't like shooting weddings, but I would do one, one very special wedding a year. It has to be wow. something special that like, <laughs> And I can I can share I can share a, a couple of those with you of what I mean by that. But um, so weddings were there, but not always a, a big thing. But then during the pandemic, uh, my brother-in-law asked me to photograph him proposing to my now sister-in-law. So I photographed that, and I'm like, this is fun, kind of stressful. You know, it gets your anxiety going, high pressure, like a wedding. Right? Yeah. Uh -huh. But it's in a much smaller time frame, <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. much smaller you know commitment uh, on my end. Um, but I blogged about it. I did a YouTube video about it. I did a bunch of things. And all of a sudden I started ranking for number one in New Jersey for proposals. And I started getting left and right, you know, are you available on this day? Are you available on this day? And I started wow. doing proposals all, you know, every weekend and during the pandemic. And, um, I don't, I, I, I don't have time to do them as much these days, but, um, I still, doing proposals so i my wow. main focus now is proposal photography with this weekend i or next weekend i have a, a, a family session so the the occasional families come up but typically it's proposals now wow how what year was that that you posted started posting the blog about it uh 2020 i guess right it was right when the pandemic started how did you rank so high do you have any tips and tricks for blogging or <laughs> seo so, yeah, so SEO has been a part of uh, my job up until recently. Um, for you know, almost twenty years, I've been I've been doing that kind of stuff, um, creating content that is rich for for search engines. And it really is just a matter of doing the research of of the appropriate keywords, writing enough, you know, um, in the text that is optimized. I did a YouTube vid YouTube videos to to go along with it, so that way depending on where you are in the, in the, in the state or in the world, the video would show up versus the article. Um, and a lot of it, you know, um, was parallel. So a lot of the content was, was op optimized on both sides for the certain keywords. Um, and of course they included photos with good file names, with good alt text. Um, and the text wow. was a lot. It wasn't just a little bit, it was, yeah. you know, thousand words or whatever it was. So, um, yeah, it's just a matter of, of, 
I put in the work for the articles. Wow. That's so. pretty, that's pretty amazing. Okay. You asked me this question right off the bat when you interviewed me. Um, I'll ask you this question again back to <laughs> okay. you, but for proposals, because I actually have some embarrassing ones too. Maybe I'll share with you later, but what's like your most embarrassing proposal story? <laughs> I have one and it was a mistake that I've made once and I will never do it again. Um, so you know how you, <laughs> God, I hate the story. Um, so, um, okay. There was a job that I did, a proposal that I did that was at a beach town here in New Jersey. Okay. And this beach town has a bunch of parking lots that you can park in and then walk to the beach. Okay. Um, now imagine there's a line in the middle of this boardwalk. So the boardwalk's going left and right, but right in the middle, you've got this line. And that line is a bar that's like a, a pier bar, mm -hmm. right? So it mm -hmm. sort of goes all into the water a bit. But on the, on the land side of this is where the parking lot is. And the parking lot is on both sides of that bar. Okay. So in communication with the with the um the the guy in the situation, um I said to him, where are you parking and which direction are you walking? And we planned it. We planned it all out. Uh huh. And I positioned myself, right? And I when I when I did the YouTube video of like how I plan proposals and all this stuff, like I show you. I'm doing Google Earth views and Google Street views and Google Map views, and you, I'm telling you exactly where I will be. And uh -huh. we were planning where you. So like I, I plan, right? Um, so I positioned myself where I was told he was going to be walking, and we mapped it all out. Uh... And he, so I'm on. If you're looking at the line, I'm on the right side of the bar, right? He parks in the same parking lot as me, but he walks up on the left side of the bar going towards the left. So he was already past me. So he sends me a text message, all done. Oh, freaks. I, yeah. was, yeah, I was looking down the boardwalk looking for him. So mind oh, you, oh I thought God. it was my fault. I thought it was my fault and I missed yeah. it. You know what? It wasn't my fault. Yeah. I was still extremely embarrassed. Uh -huh. and I wound up refunding the whole thing. We did a fake proposal and uh, I, did a, I did a full engagement session. So even though oh, it wasn't my fault. Scott. Um, yeah. You had to so do that. The, I will never let that happen again. Oh my now, God. Now when I do proposals, I am looking left and right, left and right the entire time while I'm waiting. Wow. So uh -huh. it's, uh, it's even more high pressure because I don't yeah. want one of those again. So I'll yeah. say mine in like two seconds, but someone like caught me in the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're sorry that sucks, but that's so yeah. nice of you to do what you did. Um, let's go back to your childhood before we go into hot topic, but yeah. um, the intro in your po podcast workflows, you guys have to check it out. It's really amazing. Um, but it really captivated me because you said some vulnerable things about you right off the bat. And mm -hmm. it actually made me really resonate with you and connect with you right off the bat. And I was like, I want more. So mm -hmm. tell me a little bit about like what you were like as a kid, any struggles and anything you want to tell me. Uh, I sucked at school growing up and I never knew why, never knew why the entire time. My parents never really questioned it so much. I mean, they, they saw me getting D's all the time and they were just happy with me getting D's all the time because I didn't fail. Um, meanwhile, my younger brother's getting A's and everything wow. and my uh -huh. older brother's probably getting B's and A's and I'm just wow. not, um, 
couple that with being bullied my entire childhood. Wow. Um, it just was a not, not a fun experience growing up, going to school and that kind of stuff. Um, turned out <laughs> that it was my senior year of high school when I was, um, I got into a really bad, really bad fight um, and whatnot and almost got expelled. Wow. Um, and by the way, this is me defending myself after however many years of not defending myself getting bullied. I defend myself finally at senior year of high school and I'm the one who almost gets expelled. So um, that also goes to show you the principal, the assistant principal, the teachers, they did jack squat. They didn't care. Uh -huh. um, so mind you, uh, after a bunch of things and um, the judge, a ju literally, it was a court involved, wow. requiring me to have a child study team to work with and all this stuff. Turned out um, I was dyslexic. Mm. So my entire childhood growing up, I had no idea that um, that was why I was doing so poorly in school. Um, now, that, that, that doesn't, you know, directly connect to the whole bullying thing, but, but yeah. they impacted each other for sure. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah. Uh, That's pretty, pretty old to find that out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Usually people I, find out like in middle school or... Yeah. Yeah. Ironically, I'm now married to a um, now. I mean, we've been married for almost 15 years, but um, we're, I'm married to a special ed teacher with a language arts specialty and specialty Aww. in dyslexia. So Aww. Uh, <laughs> how did you meet? How did you meet? J date. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Both of our moms forced us to do it. And um, yeah, so it, it worked out. Worked out. Oh, <laughs> that's a beautiful story. I'm like, I feel I don't know why that story makes me kind of like warm and fuzzy. But how did like what was was that like the turning point? Like, did your parents, um, you know, try to get you help? Or did you feel like a weight off your shoulder that like, hey, this is not my fault? Or like, what did you feel after that? Pardon this short interruption, but guess what? I have a new program. It's for all wedding professionals. It's called the Triple Threat. We redo your brand messaging, the homepage of your website. Part two is we do all your marketing. We create a beautiful brochure so you could start getting on prefer venue vendor list. And we do all your sales. So we actually make you a sales presentation leading your client to the heck yes so you get paid i have a free 20 minute demo training it's only 20 minutes go to my instagram at carissa Wu and dm me the word demo i will send it right over it's how to get 10 to 15 quality leads in your inbox per month enjoy guys carissa Wu is a LA-based wedding photographer who's actually turning business coach. She helped me grow and change, and I'm so proud to call you coach. Tell us how you're feeling. Like, I want to just know a little bit more about your thoughts. Yeah. It's beautiful, and you're, you're awesome. It's beautiful. I'm speechless. <laughs> I just like the fact that it feels like myself. Like, I can, I feel myself when I see this. Oh, man. Well, you got me pumped and excited for this. Carissa, thank you. I never got formal help with the, with the dyslexia. So even now, like um, we were talking about color blindness. Uh, my wife has always helped me with color, but you know, in, since I've met her, she's always helped me with my writing as well. Cause she likes, she's a teacher. She likes using her red pen. So Interesting. <laughs> I've, always, I've always had that. I, I also now rely on tools like Grammarly as well. Because, uh -huh, uh -huh. 
you know, if I'm if I'm writing a blog article, or doing something, whatever it might be, show notes for the podcast, whatever it might be, um, stuff for the for the magic community. It's I've got to have Grammarly check it. I can't always have somebody looking over my shoulder. So yeah, um, it's interesting gotta, that you're so articulate and the way your brain works. Of you know, everyone I, again you know for what? the third time, go listen to workflows. It's amazing. So I think that is what helps me mm. to break down the complexity for people just to make it simpler because I have a hard time following when people talk with such big words and like uh -huh. very, you know and make things very intricate I have a trouble following it so I need to figure it out for myself and then break it down for myself so I find that I think that's why my brain does that for other people because I'm so used to doing it for myself interesting uh, so this is very unique. Okay, so I guess this brings us to the hot topic, which is embracing automation. Um, yeah. Why did you choose this topic? And I guess you just said it, but you can say it in different words, but why is it so near and dear to your heart? Yeah, I, I mean, the whole reason why, why I first and foremost created the Workflows Photography Podcast is, is um, I need workflows to make Function. myself more productive, to make myself efficient, to um, keep me on track and to just get stuff done that has to get done. Um, so for me, it's, it's automation. It's in so much of our lives already, whether we know it or not. And where we're not already using it, we should when we can, when it makes sense. Right. So um, I find that automation helps me and why couldn't it help others to like take the stress off or, or simplify certain things. Right. So. Cool. Uh, I didn't really, I didn't really read the questionnaire, but we could just banter. You could give any tips. Um, but <laughs> I guess to the audience, like, tell us how to start using automation. You're talking to wedding pros right now. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, first and foremost, I, I can't, I can't, you know, hold back on mentioning, you know, using imagine for outsourcing your calling, outsourcing your editing. Um, that's going to, in itself, you know, automating that using AI and intelligent tools like that is going to save you time. It's going to remove the emotion from it because one of the things when um, for the wedding photographers who either edit and call themselves or out or outsource to a human to edit and call for them, there's human emotion of, involved. So if you're having a bad day, if you're under the uh, weather, uh -huh. you know, if you're in a really good mood, if uh -huh. whatever it might be, um, you're going to do it different. Your calling and your editing is going to be different every time with that wow. motion in place. So wow. by using AI, you take it out of the equation. Interesting. Right? Um, yeah. So, and, and the other thing is if for those who are already outsourcing to a human, going to AI, like Imagine is going to save you money, increase your profits. Right. Yeah, so, it's cheaper um, than using an uh, editor for sure. And yeah. some of those big editing companies, like you never know what editor you're going to get. And mm -hmm. it's like hit or miss. And that's extremely like makes you very anxious or photographer is yeah. anxious. Um, guess what I did this morning? What did you do this morning? I just uploaded two Imagine catalogs. Boom, boom, booyah, <laughs> click, click, click. I, um, I haven't really told my audience, but I finally hopped on the Imagine AI bandwagon like, I don't know, a month ago. And it was the first time I could like enjoy myself on vacation mm -hmm. and um, it's just so amazing because now that I'm like doing like podcasts and sales calls and coaching, yeah. 
Um, I couldn't have these pockets of like an hour of watching the Kardashians and just like editing or like trash TV or just listening to like Love is Blind. Like I don't have these two hour pockets. So then people will be waiting for their like smaller shoots um, till Saturday. And I have to like spend, I literally was, went to a barbecue and I brought a chair and my computer and I was editing and they're like, you're so lame, Carissa. I was like, can you watch my kids? You just brushed over something that I just have to mention. You just said love is blind. I will say my wife does make me watch those shows and I have enjoyed the train wreck of that is called love is blind. It is enjoyable train wreck. So, it is. Yeah. I actually wish like I was on it. I, I'm married now. I missed it. But I was like, even my, my cousin was like, he would be perfect on that because <laughs> I love like connecting and, you know, like I would love to talk, you know, for hours on end all day. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, damn it. <laughs> he could have been yeah. famous. Anyways. Okay. So imagine everyone um, at the end, he's going to give a little freebie, but any other automation hacks that you want to give a shout out to? Um, yeah, so so another one would be um, we talk backups, right? So an interesting story that happened very recently is a uh, an Imagine customer, um, who by the way we call Imagine customers Imaginers. Mm, um, love so it. <laughs> an Imaginer was speaking at an event somewhere overseas. I don't know where. Um, and while she was speaking, her laptop got stolen. Oh my um, god, so that's so messed that, up which had a wedding that she just shot on, on, on the eternal drive. And it was gone. All of her wedding photos. Um, now, thankfully, she used Imagine, which automates backups. So we saved her butt by automatically backing up her photos because she sent them to Imagine to either call or edit. I don't remember. And we backed them up at that time. <gasps> so um, oh my automate God. your backups. Automate your backups. Okay? <gasps> now, here's the cool part. With Imagine, you get this two types of backups. There is low-resolution backups, and there are high-resolution backups. Every person who is a subscriber to Imagine has free low-res backups no matter what. So every project you send is backed up no matter what for free. Wow. Okay? So if you want high-res, the full high-resolution, then that is where there's a, an extra charge. But, like... We got your back, literally got wow. your back. And so it's already proven effective for um, for for a bunch of imaginers. And um, unfortunately, she her laptop, she never got it back. But her photo, her, uh, her dude, I would give up like three laptops to have that one winning back. I know, I know. Like your um, life is doomed if you if you know that wedding's gone. Like literally, yeah, literally yeah. your whole life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cancel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> crazy um, yeah it has so yeah. many cool features um we can't even talk about the new feature that we talked about last week because <laughs> my episode's not coming out till march but yeah so many cool features i'm gonna definitely get on that because yeah. i just feel like hard drives are so expensive it's like you can't back up on like freaking three hard drives like come on i know i know i i've got i've got piles of like physical drives that i slowly want to convert to uh one raid ssd mm. you know, system and it's just like I looking at that expense is just yeah exactly like if when I have them on I can barely record because of the amount of noise coming from those you know from those drives but yeah one day so 
Uh, um, I want to ask you like a workflow question, but I feel like it's going to be too long. Like, <laughs> like the way how you asked me, like your whole like looking from a zoomed out lens. But hmm. what is one like um, not editing tip, but maybe dad boss tip to save you time or your favorite software or um, anything that you like blew your mind that's AI besides Imagine? I'm excited to share with you all about our first Get A Heck Yes sponsor, 17 Hats. I've been using this CRM company for over a decade and I've been referring them to all my friends for all this time. I always know when I'm going to get paid and most importantly, I get paid. So here is a question. What is holding you back? What's keeping you from finding success as a small business person? It's not passion. The fact that you're listening to my podcast shows that you're eager to learn and get better. Know what holds you back is all the chaos of business, paperwork, mailed invoices, and no systems to handle it all. That's where 17 Hats comes in. 17 Hats is a better way to manage your small business. It's an all-in-one platform that streamlines everything from lead capture to client communication to click and you're done automated invoices. 17 Hats paves the way for success you deserve by giving you back hours in your day. Find what success looks like for you with 17 Hats. Get started for free at 17hats.com and use my code HECKYES and it's going to give you guys 50% off your first annual membership. How amazing is that? Back to the show. Yeah. Um, so one of the things I was going to bring up in automation is actually something that HoneyBook is doing. Now, I know HoneyBook is not available all over the world, right? It's U.S. and Canada, I think. But they started doing something that's extremely interesting. And they're adding AI to their um, their like lead opportunity funnel system, okay, where oh. they're starting the process of analyzing your leads that come in and giving you a score of like, here is how the percentage of this, that the likelihood of this person converting to an opportunity oh, to a book crazy. job, or um, here's how many days it might take for this person to finally convert based on whatever analysis yeah. it does. Um, so this is one of those things, like I don't personally use it because again, I'm I'm a one person doing a part-time professional photography business. Uh-huh. So I don't need that kind of tool in my life. Uh-huh. But if I was running a full-time photography business, 100%, I'd be using some sort of CRM with tools like that in it. Yeah, 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 Whether yeah. Whether it's HoneyBook or somebody else, right? Yeah. Um, 17 so. Hats is our sponsor today, so they do cool stuff too. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> <laughs> and also what you mentioned on the podcast when you interviewed me was like Lead Savage. So I yeah. um, went on their yeah. site and then... That was cool that like you don't have to use like Zapier or whatever, like they do the whole lead gen email sequence stuff. Um, yeah, and they and they bring in like WhatsApp and SMS and um, Facebook and Instagram. It's all under one. So you like when you when you get one, that lead is connected to whether they send you a text message or an email or an Instagram DM. It's all in one place for that wow. lead for communicating. It's very interesting how they do you use them? Merge. I don't, again, I don't, I don't have the need for it. Unfortunately. Yeah. So, like I'm in a, I'm in a situation, an interesting situation where I can manage what I need to with just my own email and uh-huh. a spreadsheet. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was a time where I, where I, 
when I was using a tool. I mean, I, I do have a different tool, like, like a 17 hats that I use, um, but I don't use all the features that it comes with. I basically I'm using it for, you know, I booked it. I booked this lead. Here's the date. It preps the gallery for me. And then when mm -hmm. I'm done, I add the photos to the gallery. So that's all I do with it. Yeah. But, um, the fact that I could set up all these email workflows to handle it when the gallery is done. Okay. Or like, you know, I marked it as book now send an email with all of these to prepare for the session. I could do it. I just don't need to due to my. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. What is your uh, photography company called? Scott Wyden imagery. Okay. Um, do you have any blogging tips? I know you said that all like optimization, all text, um, right long yeah. form, yeah, but, yeah. Um, um, do you use like pick time or like blog so stomp or. No, so I, I'm a WordPress guy. I believe in sticking with WordPress for full websites, for blogging. Um, it is the way to get the most SEO-rich site 100%. Really? Um, yeah. Um, and, yeah, the, I mean, the tip I would say is is think locally. Always think locally. Okay, okay. Um, so, like, somebody who's in, in L.A., for example, um, should not necessarily be blogging for the entire state of California. Uh, it's too big, right? Think locally, think um, venues, think locations. Okay. Uh -huh. um, you want to create this sort of like um, bubble around your area of content about all the areas. Oh, I love that. You, where you serve in order to um, attract the search engines to then attract your, yeah, your yeah. prospects. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Okay. Um, I guess a little bit getting to the end, but talk to wedding pros that are struggling. You kind of have this crazy like Cinderella magic story where you just like it almost fell in your lap. I know you're like so talented, but you know, your brother is wedding and you blogged about it or, or one proposal and you just started like getting hits. Um, say someone just struggling and wants to give up, like what would you tell them to do maybe today or by Friday, like urgently to kind of get the ball rolling and get out of their heads. Interesting. Um, so for one, I would say, uh, make sure you're inside of, um, good communities that are very positive, right. To oh. interact with others that might've been in your situation before that are definitely going to be a community over competition. So whether it's a local, right. Community to yourself or whether it is a, um, like the Imagine community, for example, that is global, but there's people, there might be somebody in Nebraska who might be able to help somebody in California, right? Mm -hmm. And not be a, a one direct competitor. Um, so I would say, try to get, try to have these conversations with people, get on calls and ask for help. There are oh. always people willing to, to offer advice. You know, not everybody is like, I'm not sharing my, you know, so some people might, might have the mindset yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. going to share mm -hmm. my, 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 uh, my tips because, you know, then it'll make you, you know, have a better business than I do. But there's, it's, that's the rarity, you know, the more yeah. common thing will be people who are willing to help and want to help. Um, if you only had a week to figure it out, I would spend one day on calls, talking to lots and lots of people. I would wow. spend one day going around so if it's if your weddings go to go around to every venue in your area bring your work bring physical albums wow. show them your work talk to the to the um to the um coordinators there 
Um, I would do the same thing for that DJs takes, that and takes bands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if, if you've got no choice, exactly. Like if you're in one week, exactly. You got to do. What you gotta do. <laughs> oh shoot! So. I like, I like, I got scared right now. <laughs> Even though I like teach that. <laughs> yeah, it's like kind of like do or die. That's so interesting. And I yeah, guess I think um, it's a different yeah, mindset. Asking, asking for help, right? That's that's very yeah. hard. It is. It is very hard to ask for help. I mean. I, I do it at work quite often where I'm, if I'm just stuck, I'm, uh -huh. I'll, I'll say to the, to the, to the rest of the, on my team, like, you know, I'm stuck on this, please help. And I will uh -huh. get, you know, countless people saying, what about this? Or what about this? And what about that? You know, you have yeah. to, you know, it, um, even though you might be by yourself in your photography business, like so many are not everybody yeah. is, but, um, if you are by yourself, you're not really by yourself. There is a mm, community out there for yeah. you. So just find them. Fine. I know our, our our friend like me and you's mutual friend Benny Chu, mm -hmm. he photographer. He reached out to me recently and he just was like, "I need help, Chris, on content. Can I pick your brain?" And I I did refer him to the the, the site I told you about now now site. Mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> so it's just you know AI for you know, captions and um, Instagram and you know content and we're just chatting and I picked his brain about some stuff as well. So um, I think. I don't know. It's just kind of like a vulnerable quality to to have to actually, you know, one ask for help, and you know, as me, like me and you are both parents, but even to like say sorry, like you know, yeah. it, it's such a great quality to have for me. I like if I do something wrong as a parent, I'm like I'm sorry, like I'm not perfect, and then you know, in return, the kids are like I'm sorry for behaving like that. So it's like a very I know some people that can't say sorry, like at all. <laughs> yeah. And some people that can't say, can you help me? Yeah. And it, I, mean, I think it, when, it's, it's very hard because it's like a lonely life. Yeah. When, when that, that story with, the, with that failed proposal that I, that I did, um, I knew it wasn't my fault even at the time. Uh-huh. But there was no way in hell I was not going to, I was going to leave there without giving them an apology, you know? Like, uh uh -huh. Even if it's not my fault, I'm saying sorry. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It was a screw up. It was a screw up and it shouldn't. I mean, honestly, happened. that sucks, but it's not that bad. Like you could have, you know, you get, it's not like a wedding. Like it's not like you didn't show up to the ceremony. That's really bad. <laughs> That's like no repeat. Yeah. <laughs> no do-overs. Yeah. Those guests are not coming yeah. back there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like I, I was, I was in some sort of Facebook group or something the other day and somebody brought up a story of, um, have you ever missed the, maybe it was on a podcast. Have you ever missed the first kiss? Um, and it's, it's, a some, a lot of people were like, yeah, yeah. Like I have, oh, and, and I had to recreate it or, oh, or it was just a lost cause or, or, you know, whatever. So yeah, um, interesting. I don't, remember, I don't remember where it was, but it's, it happens. You say, you say, sorry, and you fix it, whatever, yeah. however it has to get oh, fixed. For sure. Uh, last question before you tell your freebie and where to find you, but like, what is your woo factor? What is your Scott factor? What gets you your best heck yes to, yeah. I guess it was two yeah. questions. <laughs> yeah. So we, we kind of brought it up early on. I think my woo factor is the ability to um, simplify complex topics and make it easy uh, for anybody to understand. Yeah, totally. I totally agree that you make things easy for me to understand. <laughs> and then um, what's like your best heck yes 
sales technique or how do you get um, your heck yes? Yeah, I think it would be um, to be yourself. Don't hide anything. Throw it all out there. Um, even if your clients know your secret, they are still more likely to pay you than to do it themselves because uh, you're the expert and they want the expert. They, they don't, they don't want to use their phone. They don't want to go to the, they don't always want to go to the cheapest possible photographer. They want to go to the person who they know and connect with. And so if you, if you act yourself um, and you connect with them on that level, they're, they're going to hire you. So, uh. I'm trying to resonate with that. That's really good. And you're um, giving people freebie today. And how do they get that? The Imagine Freebie? Um, yeah, yeah. So we, we can do the uh, 1500 free edits um, for anybody um, who, um, you know, signs up for Imagine from a link. And I guess we'll just throw the link in the show notes. Yeah. And it took me a year to hop on the bandwagon. And once I did it, it took like two seconds and it saved me like, boom, like that hour of editing a family session. And I was like, Wah! like, I get to play, I get to go outside, I get to go to the gym, you know, like, um, it was literally life changing. So the life changing magic of imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Marie Kondo, you're editing. Just <laughs> and where can everyone connect with you? It could be photography and imagine site. Sure. So my my personal website is scottwyden.com. Um, and imagine is imagineai.com. And of course, you're listening to a podcast. So Workflows Photography Podcast. <laughs> yes, you have to check it out. And I'll be on, on in March and that's going to go by super yep. fast. But thank yeah, you, <laughs> Scott. This thank is you. amazing conversation. Thank you. It was a lot of fun. Thanks for joining me this week on Get a Heck Yes with Carissa Wu. Make sure to follow, subscribe, leave a review, or tell a friend about the show. Take a screenshot and post to IG. Tag me. Also, don't forget to download my free guide on how to become a lead generating machine. See you next time, wedding pros.